When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Sorry about you. Can you talk into that microphone and see which mic? Hey, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. on that one, it's the other one. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's that one. Yeah, is that yeah, me? Yeah. Oh God, sorry. That was the eggs repeating on me. That's disgusting. Sorry, Even I'm disgusted with myself there now. That wasn't nice. That was watery. I sh- yeah, I know it was. It's uh, it's so the scrambled egg. You know, if you if you, that's very hard to get it right because if you overdo it, you end up with this sort of like yellow, cuddly sawdust shit. What way do you do your scrambled egg? Because sometimes it can just not be like how do you? Because obviously you're so healthy. Um, do you put like a little bit of butter, a little bit of milk, salt and pepper? No. Give it the I just one egg yolk. Yeah. Four egg whites. Drop of milk. That's it. Mm. That's it. Sticking in the microwave. It doesn't count, seem to be that exciting. Count to, to one hundred and twenty, and they're done. <laughs> do you count to one hundred and twenty? Do you get it to do it for you? Amazingly, the microwave seems to know when one hundred and twenty seconds is up. Oh. So there you go. So it's all a very exciting. What a fucking weekend. Well, what? now we've so much to discuss. Oh, my God. Loads and loads and loads to going on this weekend. I have to say, it was absolutely mad. Uh, it was kind of crazy, I have to say. Because first of all, the young, the young Offenders, the movie, the uh, movie that I won't stop shiting on about. Well, uh, you've got a lot to be proud about because it's your film. Your well, house. I'm in it a little bit. I'm not really... It's actually quite a small part, but it's kind of an important part, if, you, if that makes any oh, sense. It's small, but important. It's, small, it's like important. every fucking man's mantra isn't it well, it's yeah. important <laughs> <laughs> so that was on on Friday we had our uh, world premiere at the Galway Film Fla uh, this Friday night went to see it ah, thankfully it was all sold out weeks in advance it was all looking deadly and stuff and uh, a bit of a nervous minute sitting there and getting to sort of sit through it and see it for the first time So because you, you've never seen it because I've never seen it uh, so I sat down I got a standing ovation and Aww. then on Sunday it won Best Irish Feature Film of the Festival. Which is amazing. Which was brilliant. Uh, and it was over the moon. I'll be honest with you. I was really, really proud of it. I haven't been this excited about something since we first did the original TV series we did called Naked Camera many years ago. Okay. And I have that feeling about this again. Like, I really believe it's a good piece, you know. Uh, so it's, I was really excited about it. So afterwards, there's this tradition, apparently. I've never been in a movie before, so I didn't know what the fucking traditions were. Fair enough. I was about to just cross the road and go into the local boozer. And I was told, no, no, no. If your movie gets into the festival, you all head to this boat club, right? And okay. apparently it's where all the movie people hang out after the Ooh. thing. So you go to the boat club. So I swanned over to the boat club. Giving it some. Yeah, to get in ahead of the sort of crowds, you know. Uh, and I got in. Get a good seat. Get a good seat. <laughs> you sound like a 70-year-old pensioner. Yeah, After I was. an Irish funeral. I was actually thinking queues at the bar. Yeah. Oh, I've had the queues. And I that. So I ran out, uh, queued up at the bar. And this guy from Boston comes up to me. And he goes, uh, hey... Uh, I didn't know he was from Boston at the time, but he goes, uh, I just saw your movie. I was like, yeah, thank you for going in. And he goes, it's just, uh, in the movie, you're disabled and you're the bad guy. 
And I thought the fact that they made you disabled and a bad guy, I got to be honest, I thought it was kind of lame. Now, I was in a very good mood, so I turned around and said, do you know what you can do? You can go away now and fuck yourself, right? And he goes, excuse me? I went, whatever, there's something in the room here just about big enough. Find it and ram it up your fucking arse. It's good, right? it's good attitude. And he said, yeah, I was in a good mood. Who does that? Who walks oh, up so to I someone? You're going to tell me that he, he was being like, that this had a good outcome. No! He's just been an arsehole. Who does that? American Who walks up? F- a fucking critic. And then he goes, I'm from the from the Boston Film Festival. It's not even I'm from the Boston Film Festival. And I went, Never yeah. Never heard you. Well, like I says, go on away and fuck yourself. And then the two of us had to queue for like 15 minutes standing right beside each other at the bar. Uh, and at the first five minutes, I was kind of uncomfortable. And then I realised, ah. ah, this is my day. Yeah. And he's in the middle of fucking himself. So I'm going to stand here <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it. So I started talking jovially to anyone that would listen. But who does that? Who walks up to someone they've never met before? Five minutes, and I mean five minutes after the first time they've ever been in the movie premiere. Yeah. And, and walk and say, and says something fucking critical. Who A does critic. that? Mind your own business. A critic. He, but he, they've somehow believed that it's their job. Do you know what I mean? Like, they believe that you actually give a fuck. Yeah, they That's give the a funny shit, thing. Yeah. Like, it's that, you know, people who sometimes impart their opinion on you. Yeah. And you sit there, and it's funny, because you look at them and go, oh, you're really, like, you're mistaking me for someone who gives a shit. I know, right? and so... The thing is, he could have done that to some new burgeoning actor, someone that actually is doing their best. Them who's never and crushed them. Yeah. Yeah, he could have said that to someone and really fucking, not only ruined their day and their festival, but could have fucked up their whole... Year, yeah, yeah. So I'm delighted that I'm uh, sort of, you know, old and tired enough not to give a shit. You're right. <laughs> All right. Don't don't mess about. Yeah. So I I wasn't happy with him. But then, of course, me being the uh, the natural born fucking idiot that I am. Good. Uh, I like the way you always commit to it. It's oh, yeah. one of my favourite things about you. <laughs> so I get into Galway then on that Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bit of a rush because there was a lot going on that day. I parked my van. Right. I knew it was illegally parked. Okay. Right. i got to be honest. I knew it was illegally parked. But I thought, right. look, it's a Friday after seven. No one's going to give a shit that it's illegally parked. So I parked it outside a, a church in the middle of Galway City. Uh, and I came back the next day to, you know, see what the damage was, maybe get the clamp off, maybe pay a ticket. I was in a good mood again. I didn't really give a flying fuck, I have to be honest. Right. I came back just to throw me bags in the van uh, and then carry on with me day and the van was gone. Gone. Completely gone. Kidnapped. Yeah. Guess what was there? A what? fucking fish market. Uh, they towed my van away the to irony. put in a fish market. And you like fish. Yeah. So they towed me van away so there's a fish market there. So I go to the fella, first fella selling the fish. Where's me van? <laughs> And he goes to council. They took it away this morning. I said, where did they take it? I don't know. I don't know. I've never had... I don't know where they take it. Uh, so I ring the guards. You. Oh, I- the guards. Hello, I want to report a kidnapping. I ring the... Yeah, I was there. Do you know where my van is? No. But it was nicked or it was towed or something. And your guard goes, well, I, I don't know. He says, then the office isn't open on a Saturday. I'm like, oh, for fuck's well, that's sake. That's as Irish as it gets, isn't it? Yeah. It's not open on a Saturday. So I see a traffic warden then walking down the road and I make a beeline. I run down the road to get the traffic warden. And they're, hey, sorry, my van was there. <laughs> now there's a fish market. And she's like, why'd you park it in the fish market? I was there. Well, it obviously wasn't a fucking fish market when I parked it, was it? I was just taking a chance and now I don't have a van. Uh, and and a I f- don't own this fish market. And my mate's fucking desk is in the back of this van, by the way, which, oh, that's a long other story. Oh. Anyway. But um, so now my desk is gone, my van is gone, my shit is gone. And, the, and she looks at me when I say my van's gone, pisses herself laughing. She thinks she's I, on a hidden camera show. 
She thinks she's on a show. Oh, she thinks it's like Naked Camera's yeah. back. Yeah, she thinks it's on a hit. Because I haven't done a hidden camera show in 10 years. But she looks at me and starts going, I know you. And starts pissing herself laughing. And the more I tried to convince <laughs> her, me van was actually fucking missing, the more she thought it was funny. And then I got all tick. I was like, well, if you're going to laugh at me, you can go and fuck yourself. I'm walking off in the huff. And she's running down the road trying to help me. But no, the pig ignorant idiot that I am decided to keep moving so now not only is my van missing I'm being chased in hot pursuit by a very kind it has to be said traffic warden who's right. trying to do her best to help me but was I willing to accept no you help? weren't no I was too busy cutting my nose off to spite me shite right uh, so, so the catchier phrase of the lesser known yeah. cut my nose off to spite my face <laughs> yeah oh it was a fucking disaster then I had to go to Waterford hang on whoa, whoa. where was the van I was in some compound. How did you get to Waterford? So I eventually... Hitched. The woman eventually caught me, uh, calmed down. She spoke to a friend of mine because my friend had, you know, was actually a level-headed normal human being who could actually see that this was all my own fucking fault. Obviously. I wasn't willing to accept that at this particular time. I thought the world was just being an arsehole. Uh, so she managed to get the details of where the van was. €165 Euro cost me to get That's it back. That's reasonable. I guess so. I think it's more... In Dublin, if they take, if they, if the clampers, because it's, think about it, yeah, because what's a clamp to get a clamp taken? I was like a hundred quid or something. It's something like that. So at I least. think if they come, is it compound your car? I don't know. No, take but it I think away. it's, it's like, uh, I think it's sometimes, actually, in some of the Dublins, I think you have to pay like a fee for the, being in there and the fee that they've taken it away oh, and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah so no, I mean, none of that. in the scheme of things. In the grand scheme of so things. So when did you get it back? So I got it back on the Saturday. No, yeah, on the sat. No, I don't fucking know. Whatever day I didn't, I was looking for it. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. So then I went. One of us is. Yeah. So then I had to go to Waterford to do press, and then I had to go to Cork. This, me and this desk and this band were all over the country this weekend. So did you bring your own desk for the interviews? Was that what the crack was? You oh my God. Own... What? The saga continues. Oh, I forgot to tell you. The saga <laughs> continues and gets worse from here. It actually gets worse. Worse it gets. So I get to Cork, right? I get to Cork. Now, <laughs> I'm three days into the fucking ordeal and adventure at this stage. I'm three days in, right? right okay. There's enough sort of piss and vinegar in my body to boil a shite in my gullet. This is how upset I am, right? So I get to Cork. I'm fucking starving, right? Okay. I'm fucking starving. Now, parking in Cork is like... What's it like? It's like trying to skin a cat with your... It's like trying to swim from Dublin to Wales in glue. That's how difficult it is, right? That's how fuck it's an impossible feat of horseshit. So I just think wherever I get parking, I'm fucking eating and I'm keeping an eye on me van. That's the end of it. Because there's no way this fucking thing's gonna get kidnapped twice in the one weekend. Well, this is it, you've been through enough. Yeah, and especially on a Sunday. Like if it goes missing on a Saturday, you just about get it back. You can imagine a Sunday. Well, if they don't work, barely work Saturdays, you're goose. The for, fuckers yeah. aren't gonna do yeah. nothing for you on a no, Sunday. And they think it's quite funny, by the way. Everyone you ring in Ireland thinks it's funny. Oh you got t- <laughs> they took it away, did they? <laughs> yeah, they fucking did. So I pull in. Okay. I pull in. Mm-hmm. The first place I see to eat is a place called Son of a Bun. Oh. It's a burger place. I've, is this in Cork? It's in Cork. I've heard so... Like, that's weird that you say that. For some unknown reason, on my timeline on Twitter, I've seen this come up a couple of times. Yeah, so it's called Son of a Bun. Right. So I go into Son of a Bun. Okay, I think you've mentioned them. Right. I yeah. sit down mm. in Son of a Bun. And this vegetarian, out of pure piss vinegar, anger, and fucking not wanting to make a choice, for the first time in a decade, had a double patty burger with clonakilty black pudding stuffed in the middle of it. Oh my God, PJ. Yeah. And then I come to work this morning, and guess what I read? 
Oh it's God. only just been reopened because the HSE closed it down due to health violations. <laughs> That's why I heard that. So I fucking... Uh, and I have to say it was a lovely fucking burger, but I had one of my friends in a place that was closed down by the health department. Yeah, You're essentially self-harming through food. Ah, uh, yeah, after I fucking had a weekend <laughs> of shitting the fucking place, of losing me forever. I mean, it was just the most chaotic fucking weekend ever. And it only ended this morning when people were laughing at me for the, for, for the simple fact that it was closed. Now, it's health regulations it's in Ireland. They probably now. closed it down because there was a funny onion in the kitchen. But the simple fact They're is... They're eating it, a burger out the front. I don't know, but that's what it was. It was a f- fucking chaotic and oh kind of wonderful God. weekend. But Jesus, I am not myself after it. I well, need a holiday. I, honestly, I think that like that's... You know, people. some people like self-harm and whatnot. You're, you essentially, like, you fed self-harm just I did, yeah. via beef. Oh, I tortured myself. Now, I'm going to be mean and ask you, but... How was the burger with the black pudding? Suzanne Kane, I'm not going to joke with you here. As disappointed and pleasurably guilty as I am, yeah, it was fucking delicious. Yeah, it's deli- Like I mean, it was deli- I just a pudding that did it. It yeah. was the bit you've of the had, pig. You've had the bit of the pig going oh, on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, and the bit of mustard and all. And then the man was so nice. The American man was so nice after a mad oh, week. Nice. The American man was so nice to me. And you could seven. see your van. And he was so, and I could see me van, and he was such a pleasurable dude. He wasn't someone that was just going to bring me the food. I said, "I'm going to have this," and he said, "That's a good choice. That's actually my favorite burger on the menu." Now I know he says that to everybody. Of course he does, but it doesn't matter. But he made me it's feel. It's like when someone's trying to steal the deal and bang a bird. It's like they're the only bird in the room. Yeah, you're the most good girl I ever met in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do this every Saturday night. All of that. It's <laughs> a, it, and that it's, you essentially had some type of, you know. Yeah, he used me for my body. Yeah, uh, but, and you used that cow for his. Yeah, or hers. Yeah. I I did, yeah. I feel, I, I think it's safe Is to say. Is that it now? Are you back on the beef? I don't, I might be. I oh, might be. Oh, we've so much to talk about in relation to food. I feel like we're <laughs> finally getting somewhere. <laughs> Yay! Because of you, the souls of dead animals are going to judge me on my deathbed. Nah, listen, they've been judging me for years and Jesus, they taste good as they get judged a good... I, do you know, funny, I was only thinking the other day, I was like, I was going, I need, I need to... You're an evil meat. influence. Yeah, I read meat and I was like, honestly, the other day, as I was driving, because I go to the same butchers, Wilson Butchers and Raffinum, they're incredible. I was like salivating, thinking of their fillet. I was like, no one does fillets like the way Wilson's do. There's something about how... I don't know whether that they feed their calves they're beautiful I don't know unicorn type grass but they're just so much to talk about so many restaurants you can go to there's a world of it's an open world it's a world I know nothing about I like we'll I have think. to get you Super Value Quinn sausages for starters Super Quinners yeah I've heard they're the best sausages in the face of the earth yeah sorry have you never had a Super Value Quinn sausage no never had one no I've heard good things shut up you've yeah. never had one no oh my god I see I don't think I'm ready to plan this. No, I, like, do you know what? I I would even invite you to my house. You can come and have breakfast someday with even, Joey and I. You would even let me into your house. You know, there's a lot of friends that that just comes as a given. You know, you sort of get invited to a house. You say, I would even let you in momentarily yeah. to taste the sausage. That's how good your invites get. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would momentarily invite you to my house. Momentarily, uh, but not for long. Um, to have Super Value Quinn sausages. Yeah, well, I'll try. I will fucking. I will try them. I'm going to try them. I will try them. Okay. Well, I'm delighted that you're back on the beef. I'm. 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 I'm excited about this. I feel, I feel guilty about it, though. I'm not. I don't feel very good. Oh, about you'll get it. over it once they, they get into yeah. your blood and you're you're thinking about pulled pork and you're thinking about burgers and Bunsen burger and you. Yeah. 
I know, Cork did it to me. Cork destroyed me. Jesus destroyed Actually, me. Actually, it was the person who kidnapped your van who destroyed you. I suppose that's... So you could you could send them a letter. You could you could end up on like... If we had an Irish version of Jeremy Kyle, you could be like, see what you did to me as you sit there with the grease dripping down your chin, eating a burger. Yeah, I should send him a letter saying you... you Look what you've done to me, you bastard. You're a, you're a by-proxy murderer. That's what I should tell him. He's oh a God, murderer by-proxy. By-proxy, by yeah. There yeah, you that's go. what I'll send him. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, this just, is great news. Oh, and more food news. Did more you know... News. Hit me. You know, you ever have a 99... Right. You ever have a 99, the ice cream with the flake in yeah, it? And yeah, yeah, familiar. Uh, well, uh, of course, during my road trip, I was uh, <laughs> not exactly having the best of times. And of course, coming back from Cork, I pull off the motorway to get something to eat and I get lost. Okay. And I end up in County Offaly, which is literally fucking miles away from where I was supposed to go. And I, off I, the beaten track I there, pull in right. a petrol station about two miles outside of Burr. Burr County Offaly. Burr it's a real County place. Offaly. Burr. B-U-R. And uh, I saw they had an ice cream machine on. And I'm letting myself go at this stage anyway because I'm so disciplined now lately that when I got into a bad mood this week the first thing that went was the diet. I was there. I'm comforting myself with food like you said. And I said, I, I, give me a 99. And uh, she asked, do you want any sauce? And I was a little bit cranky. I says, what's the blue shit? And she said, it's bubble gum. And I went, do you know something? Let's do bubble gum. Okay. Let's do bubblegum and I look lovely. Go, I, I would go traditional red. Yeah, yeah. Normally I would, but yeah. I was... Oh, no, you're half, having that weekend. I yeah, know, I it's gone. okay. There's no judgment so here. So I said, let's do bubblegum. Yeah. And uh, then she she obviously maybe saw that I wasn't in the best of humour. She pulled an ice cream cone. I've never seen anything fucking like it. It was the biggest, longest, most ice creamed out of an ice cream cone. She must have put... A quarter litre of bubblegum shit on it. It was fucking tremendous. So just sit there and eat Tremendous. It was so big that, you know, when you get the flake and you push it down towards the cone. Yeah. I had to it do that twice. To get it down. To get it down so far that it was in the cone that I could eat the chicken. I was so full of ice cream that I was like, I wanted to sleep after. It was fucking wonderful. Like, we get You're ripped off. You're in a off. dairy coma. Dublin people get how, ripped how off when it comes to ice cream. How much did they charge you for that? I think it was 170 Brilliant. That's very reasonable. Oh, it's very Again, reasonable. Again, <laughs> anything outside, outside the pale. Of Dublin. Yeah. Out Dublin is rip off ice cream like nation. The, the, I, we, well, we were on talking about this actually the other day with my mum about the, the ice cream van wars that go on, the turf wars that go on. But there's in our local park in time and uh, there's a, a kid's playground and there's a man has the, the his ice cream van parked yeah. there. That's his spot. Oh, his patch, yeah. Yeah, and he, like honestly, he makes on a, on a sunny, in, you know, kind of overcast day, it's not raining. The man's cashing in those chips. Big time. There's cues for it and the kids like instantly my nephew like Ushin doesn't know yet. My nephew walks by and he's like we're getting one of them on the way back aren't we? And I'm like yeah no worries yeah. We'll, we'll pick one They're up on the way back. They're all big heavily tattooed Russian lads lately well, this, I see as well. Well this particular one Ooh. you're not allowed to have tattoos because there was a girl remember the really hot weather we had do you remember that? Yeah. Um, there was a girl in the ice cream van Joey actually got an ice cream and she had like a top pulled kind of up a bit on her arms and I was like why are you wearing it's like you're in a running a running van, right? As in the the pet, obviously the petrol engine is going to work the ice cream machine. It's twenty five degrees outside. You're in a sweatbox wearing a fleece, and she's like, oh, "I have tattoos and I can't show them, so I have to wear you a can't top." Show them why? Yeah, the guy who owns the ice cream van doesn't like her. Uh, doesn't like her showing her tattoos. Oh, to God, which Joey's sweet. answer was, "And he's a and it's a northy van." I'm like, "How oh, is that why. relevant?" And he's just like, "Well, I'm just saying." That's why. Yeah, Jesus wouldn't like tattoos. Yeah, Jesus struggling with her. There you go. There Actually, you no, go. I'm just being unfair, but I always presume they're very religious. Um, come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 12th of July and all that. Um, 
Um, oh, so that's me fucking ranting over. But what a weekend it was. What a Well, congratulations. It was. Um, and in cinemas across Ireland, Young Offenders, 16th of September, right? Uh, 16th of September, cinemas all across Ireland. Still waiting on a UK release date. Okay, uh, hopefully you get it. That'll be, it. A UK That'll date be really soon. exciting. Yeah, which will be dead. Uh, Super. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so I'm on social media the other day on Facebook or I don't know, one of them. And or actually, I think maybe Joey said it to me. You got another tattoo. Oh, I did, yeah. It was just random. What did you get? I'll show you. Will I show you? Yeah. Now, well, I Snapchat it. I'm under no illusions that you're going to mock me for this. So we can get it out of the way. Yeah. New tattoo. Da, da, da. It's like a woman's head what? in some like butterfly motty wings. It's like a moth head. It's essentially Ronaldo's moss. It's a, I guess, so I always have a, good, a nice looking moth on my arm. Right? Get it? She's not nice looking, but... She is nice looking. What are you talking about? It's a proper, lovely, classic design. Sailor Jerry style tattoo. So, do you want to talk me through this one? Because that, 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 that exceptionally looks like a Crayola work. Well, I think all the best ones do, i got to be honest with no, you. No, but that's your style. That's kind of... You get that yeah, quite colour, like colour, old colour school. Colour traditional yeah. style, yeah. A guy called Leo Darigo from Brazil did it for me. I mean, yeah. he's not even a real person and that's not even his real name. He's <laughs> he on the run from someone. <laughs> he is a real person. He's a very nice person. Uh, and he did the new tattoo for me. I've decided because my last one was so painful. It's because time to the cover devil the arms. And now you can't. Yeah, so it's time to cover the arms. M O T so. is that moss? Is that how you spell moss? M O T H. T H. Yeah. Keep forgetting letters at the end of words lately. <laughs> <laughs> so I've decided I'm going to go the whole hog. The arms, both arms, going to get uh, covered. Are they called sleeves? Uh, yeah, mine. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I guess so. Sleeves. Yeah. So that's going to happen. That, no, I'm serious. Is that like? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I guess they like... are. Yeah, it's just it's, a lot of people would, would do, do a sleeve Why wouldn't you just leave? Oh, oh, as in one piece of work. Yeah, but I'm going to be doing lots of you know different shite, sort of basically. Things. No, Suzanne Kane. Just no shite. Just scribblings. I, if you want, you can give me your arm, and I can I can fashion something up for you. You're not an artist. You have no historical Bitch, tattoo tradition. I got I got an A in honours art in my leave search, so shove it up your ass. <laughs> oh God. You just anyway, don't so understand. I don't. I don't, don't get understand. it. I wish I did get it. I'm too fickle. I would love to love tattoos. Because I do, ironically to the abuse you give me, I'm actually quite an art fan. Um but I'm too fickle for tattoos because I'd end up trying to skin it off and stuff and it wouldn't work for me at all. So Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, it you, doesn't you work. You can't take yourself too seriously and get tattoos no and I probably take myself and the world far too seriously for all of all of those things Uh, we have an email oh very good Uh, I shall read it to you would you like some animal facts I would oh can I animal facts animal facts I got those animal facts animal facts animal facts we got those animal facts yeah deadly so animal facts sent in from listeners this from time from listener this time so Angus Parker uh, sent Angus Parker what a name isn't it incredible that's a detective's name yeah um, so there you go uh, hi Susanna PJ firstly absolutely love the podcast looks forward to Wednesday so enjoys that secondly I put a few animal facts I know uh, below to keep PJ happy oh Angus, you're not only a nice sounding guy, you're a tremendous guy. He also sent us a link uh, to what is possibly the greatest news story, uh, which is about a penguin that was knighted in Edinburgh Zoo eight years ago. Knighted? Knighted. So the story is on, we'll put the link up on the Dublin, but it's it's incredible. And what was he knighted for? He, he must have done something. Yeah, I think it's just it an exceptional... service to the penguin kind, yeah. you know. It's just an exceptional penguin. So, right, here is some... 
good animal facts for you for this morning. I won't read them all because in fairness to Angus, he gave us quite a few. Uh, so, <laughs> dogs. Dogs' nose prints are unique and can be used to identify them. Did you I know that? I never knew that. Like a fingerprint. Yeah, I don't know that considering that you're... I never, honest to God, I never knew. It makes perfect sense though. Of course it does. Right, okay. There are more than a dozen separate muscles that control a dog's ear movements. Jesus. Not know that one? No. Honestly, like, you call yourself a dog, you well, are I didn't know. I wonder, does that count for floppy-eared dogs and pointy-eared dogs? Must do. Uh, camels have three eyelids. Oh, so that would be the sand. sand. That would be sense. the sand. Yeah, Makes you're sense. bound to have one. I suppose if, like, humans lived in the desert, they'd have extra hole covers around their body as well. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, worms have five hearts. So that's, you remember yeah. when you used to cut worms up when you were a kid? That makes sense because, you know, they'd start keep wriggling. Yeah. Yeah, so they have five hearts. Yeah. I fucking hate worms. This is Ugh. brilliant. The length, I used to eat worms when I was a kid. No, you choose, did. I swear Please to God, don't choose tell me that. Right, anybody else who did this as a kid, just be honest and own up, right? So Nobody. We used, to, we used to pick chewing gum off the ground and eat it. No. Yeah, we did, especially in the summer because we got a, no! a better purchase on it. We were filthy kids. And uh, and we used to eat worms. We used to put them in our slush puppies. No. But can I point out as well, they weren't slush puppies from News Extra because they were like 50p. So you're mad, make it just crush up a bit of ice and shove a bit of my body on it. A worm. Yeah, we used to put worms in them. As a treat? Like. Yeah, and we had a whole poem. Do you remember that poem? It was like, uh, somebody, I eat worms. Oh, Big worms, them. small worms, fat worms. Uh, nobody worms likes me. Everybody I, hates me. I'm going worms. out to eat worms. No. Big worms, fat worms, small worms, skinny worms. Worms that squiggle and squirm. That was us. Uh, we just did the literal sense of eating the words. Jesus, is uh, The length of an elephant is the same as the tongue of a blue whale. Oh, I gave you that one last week. Oh, did you? Oh, he's added that in. This one... <laughs> Whether it's true or not, is the ultimate, I want to get it on a t-shirt, best animal fact ever. And if it's not true, I'll be devastated. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Scotland's national animal is a... Unicorn. What? It is! It is a unicorn. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. That's brilliant, isn't it? That's not the greatest news you've ever heard. From the land that gives us the worst chip shops on the face of the planet. Never been, but... From the land that you get a cheeseburger and it's actually a burger with batter all around it and a slice of cheese somehow wedged in the in middle there. from a land where you get a sausage and chips and the sausage is as thick as your neck and heart disease. they have somehow managed to make their national animal a unicorn what a great country Scotland is I need so I need something from they have to be able to buy something in Scotland that has like a, like a fridge magnet with a unicorn with Scot- like if you live in Scotland I don't ever ask to, but there's one thing I want I want a Scottish unicorn make it please make it I know, it's brilliant isn't it Scotland of all countries because Scotland's got it's sort of like the anti-unicorn sort of image it, but I mean it, well, you wouldn't think about like you know Glasgow that kind of gruff <laughs> side of Glasgow that you'd think that the lads would be like uh, you know with all their tattoos or whatever in their jerseys fucking... and then they're like don't do this guy like, don't talk about the unicorn a unicorn hanging around outside the fucking the palace arms <laughs> you a fucking suck of that in his mouth yeah, fuck you you sat like bastard see fuck you fucking in the last of the fucking unicorn see 
fucking green knighted me, you scummy bastards. Give the fucking knighthood to a penguin, you fucking useless bastard penguin, eh? I'm a fucking unicorn. Got nothing. So they're like, whoever has the unicorn, they're like, make sure that the unicorn's mane has the blue and the green. Okay? All the colours. All He's the colours. He's got a Magnus and a Ranger yeah, jersey on him. Either side. We'll get back a Premier League soon, you bastard. See? <laughs> the unicorn said it. Um, that, is, that is great. So thank you so much to Angus Parker. Oh, go um, on, you Angus as Parker. As always, thank you so much to Funky Foot Socks as well because they give us socks to give away every week. I fe- we found your guy. Uh, he tweeted. Did you see that? He, from last week, he couldn't find his name and I can't think of it off. Oh, yes. But anyway, he got his socks this week. So I, another set of socks yeah, for Funky Foot to I give really away. I really wanted to give a pair of socks to an England fan that voted... Uh, to stay in Europe, and he so we got him. I'm glad to hear he, he got said him. to leave. Oh, to, oh sorry, no, to yeah, stay, yeah, to stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he wasn't oh, a Brexiteer, so if you know Jesus. what I mean. So confusing, but anyway, there you go. So keep your emails at Dublinpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and this week, I want you to tweet. At Suzanne Four FM or at PJ Gallagher, if you're heading away on holidays, I got a couple of people uh, the week before last were like some pictures from the pool and stuff. Yes. Uh, so we, if you're going on holidays or whatever it is, uh, will you just tweet us, tweet us your holiday snaps as random as they are? We want to be with you. Yeah, so I'm going to be so, putting up some holiday snaps because you're cause, leaving. Because I'm off to Greaseland. We have no podcast next week, no. just to let you know, because PJ's pissing off. I'm going to Greaceland. Um, so where I are you going? Cos. Which is apparently more Turkey than Greece, but I'm going to be in Kos. It's best to look with that. It's as close to Turkey as you can literally get. It's like where a, it's is um, where is like you know where all the when you do your leaving cert? Because in my year, leaving cert holidays was played in Greece. Oh, Grand Canaria. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And then every year it changes. Then it's like Hersonis all the like kids go to Hersonis and. No, so I don't know what that Kava is. Kava is an English kind of destination. No, you're co- it doesn't matter. Forget it. You're going to Cost next week. Anyway. When are you flying? Saturday. So I'll be gone Saturday morning. Great. Uh, I've never done a hotel or a holiday. Are you just doing like a like a sun holiday? I've never done it before. It's my first time ever doing it. What's that package? What's what? It's sitting around at the pool thing. Yeah, but like, is it like a pack? Is it like a I don't know, like a top flight. Uh, Sunway holiday or did you book your flights and book know. your hotel I don't know are you I, going by yourself I don't know I rang, yeah, I rang a woman in Rohini and says could you send me off to somewhere that's nice that's literally all I know right are you, okay all inclusive yes so there's no kids adults only I hope so oh you should have made you should have specified that yeah so I hope so I don't know oh yeah cool uh, so there you go so send us holiday snaps <laughs> If anyone has any recommendations of what to do when I'm there and it all goes horribly wrong, I'd love to know. Uh, stuff to do in costs, yeah. Yeah, I've never been. Uh, I've never mean, been well, to costs. Obviously, neither have I. I've never been to Greece. No, so we'll I've never been to Greece either, actually. Yeah, well, look, enjoy costs. So anyway, next week, there's no uh, there's no podcast, so sorry, it's PJ's fault. Because he's going <laughs> yeah, solo on his holidays. I apologise. You'll survive the week without us anyway. Did you see... Uh, Big news for buskers in Dublin. Did you see that? No. Okay, over the week. Oh, sorry. I'm, I thought you meant the actual pub buskers in no, Temple no, Bar. I mean, You're actual, talking about the actual street performers. Yeah, street performers yeah. So I had no idea why it was, but uh, I was reading in the papers last week. I couldn't figure it out what mm. the fucking deal was that they had new laws. So basically, you couldn't have a backing track anymore, but then you could play your own music with amplification, right? Right. So I was like, what's the difference? Like, what's the fucking difference? I don't understand it. Uh, and then like you had an Imro thing? And you had to have a half hour of um, <laughs> of non-repeatable material. But I was like, but if it's all the same loudness, then why does it matter? Then I went into town. Okay. And I know why it is now. Okay. The penny dropped. It's, it's so non-talented buskers can't busk anymore. Now, you might be saying, what's a non-talented busker, right? No, so, we've, we've all seen them. 
Yeah, so basically, if you can play your own instrument, you're allowed busk. But you know these fuckers that, like, we're a dance troupe, yeah, woo! Everybody stand around, woo! We're not going to do any dancing, woo! But everybody give us money, yeah! Yeah, Mo! Yo, motherfuckers, yeah! <laughs> give us some money, woo! You're like, why they are you speaking like that? Focus. You're from fucking Ireland, because woo! You're from Tala. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking from Tala, woo! That's why I want to talk like African-American, woo! And, you know, they, and then one of them will do a head spin and fall over, and yeah. then the next guy go, woo! Okay, we need some more fucking money! They're always up around Stephen's Green. Yeah, so it's to stop them. They're not allowed out anymore. Right. Uh, and you know the man that dresses as Spider-Man and dances to us back and track? Yeah. He's gone. He's not allowed out anymore. Jesus, uh, that would take out the side of Times Square. Yeah, If what, you think about it? it, like all of those... All the shitty buskers. Yeah. And there's a guy that has yeah. one song on the saxophone and he plays it to a back and track. Saxophone. Yeah, it's a... Baker Street. But that's not... He's not even from playing it. It's yeah. like the demo on the keyboard. I know. He's not allowed busk anymore. What so happens to Leprechaun? Leprechaun's gone. He's not he allowed He makes busk. a fortune, that Leprechaun. This is the Russian fucking lad dressed in a Leprechaun yeah. suit that stands at the Molly Malone statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone. He's not fortune. allowed. Fortune. Charges yes. two quid a pop or something. Two quid for a photograph with a Russian Leprechaun. But it's like those lads, you know, when you go into Times be, Square. Yeah. They make a fortune. The English midget used to make a lot more than the Russian Leprechaun. Because the Russian Leprechaun, he's fully sized. Yeah, he just crouches he's, down he in a thing down. and you get in, yeah. But the English... Is a, full, is a fully dressed Leprechaun. Lad, uh, he was our dwarf. I don't know what you're supposed to say. Yeah, a little person. And the English we'll cover all the English small, small person. Yeah. He used to make vertically a challenged packet. Like he used to make out mad money, and then you see him with his head off, having a smoke between breaks and tours, sweating, queuing up. Yeah. yeah, you know, so like, are you finished, Mister Leprechaun? He'd be like, Give us a fucking minute. Some fucking smoke here. <laughs> Deadly fucking eye. But there's a guy that knew his demographic. There's a guy that goes right. I'm vertically challenged at best. Right, that's mm-hmm. as good as I can put it. Ireland, there's gotta be. <laughs> There's got to be a market for leprechauns. Buy a, and in fairness, he'd buy a child's leprechaun suit. Yeah. Cheaper again. And he, I think he probably made the head himself. Did he? The head's like very, it was a real nice job. i say he probably robbed that from an old Patrick's Day parade. Someone had it in a prop store. Probably. And then he just hung around town making a pa- printing they money. They make serious money. Like and when he's you got think a lot of English it, people posing with him. English tourists come over just to pose. Just open his mouth. He just stands there just goes. Waving. You only know he's English when he takes the head off. Yeah. And you he's trying to speak to him. He's like, oh, fuck off, mate. Yeah, fucking hate <laughs> Are you you paying tax on that, are you? (laughs) We were in New York and we, for three days, we stalked Spider-Man. Like, because my brother wanted to get a picture for his his son to bring home for my nephew. Um, But like, I remember getting my picture taken with, uh, maybe that was that, I think it was with Joey actually, Elmo or something. And they they, they give you the L, oh, fucking pat your back and then the hand goes out to go, give me the bills or whatever. And then you hear them underneath and you're like... (laughs) You're in a more Elmo. <laughs> your aunt's like giving it so when you hear them all having conversations. Yeah, so that's that's not good for the buskers. Well, no, good so, for the well, good, good buskers. But good buskers. In fairness, yeah. though, it's like um, if you like me are are, are kind of challenged in relation to certain things in life. Like so, I clowns are a big challenge for me in life. But those a lot of those statues um, along Grafton Street <sighs> are a very big challenge for me. Are, are they fucking? Fr- I hate them. They well, freak me out. According to the new laws, they're not. They so should be allowed to be there. They either. can't go around. So it's like the dice man. Well, the dice Lord, man Lord was of kind mercy of on a wasn't he? Well, I don't know who because the didn't... dice man didn't collect money. The Did dice he man, not? no, he would have been of the same. Dice man used to dress up. Remember, and he just used Sorry, to walk for the dice man. For anyone who doesn't remember O'Connell Street and the dice man was a man like a. 
What are they called? He was kind of like a mime artist, but yeah. he used to make these amazing, really elaborate, great costumes, and he'd make himself look like so many different things, and he never wore the same one twice. No. And then he'd walk the length of Grafton Street, which is Dublin's main shopping street. Or Grafton Street, yeah. Uh, and he'd uh, do it as slowly, slowly as possible, like really, really It'd slow. It would take him hours to get down something that take you 10 minutes yeah. on a busy day to on get down. On a busy day. And he used to just walk and do this thing. And and then that was it. But you know, I never remember him asking for money. I thought he was just like this artist, this sort of... Now, I'm sure somewhere along the line, it's like Mad Mary, remember, who used to dance on O'Connell Street. yeah. She and she used to just recite prayers and stuff. Yeah, she used to just wave her cross at people and everything. You know, yeah. good old Catholic Ireland. I mean, someone had to pray for. Actually, do you know what? I went. <laughs> I had. To, I was in mass on um, on Sunday morning, um, an anniversary mass, and I have to say, um, it's got it. It it's changed. No, I don't know mass. whether it was just a particular church that I was in, but As in they Catholic Mass has changed. Yeah, they it's it's all gone a bit pompous. I think they're showing off a bit, PJ, because as <laughs> as the uh, as the 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 priest was leaving, because the rules are, if you're not familiar with the Catholic Mass, but what what the rules are is that after communion, a lot of people take flight after communion, and Legs. if your if your mother caught you doing that, she'd bash it. You stay, and then the folk group or the choir they do their last song. Yeah, and, and everybody does that. Then he the do the priest final. has to leave the altar like Elvis. Exactly. And it's not until he's gone. Ouch. Yeah, that's so just supposed to leave. So he has to be gone. And then once the priest is gone, then he can, right? But anyway, so listen, the music kicks off for the priest to make his exit or whatever. And may I point out, for a church that wouldn't allow female altar servers, four of them, right? No, no lads there on Sunday morning doing the gig. Now, four girls, hair yeah. plastered, yeah? See how you just change your tune now? Somebody looking after the priest on Sunday morning doing the gig. Anyway, the four girls get themselves organised, right? Two, so maybe there was five, actually. Two, yes, yeah, so there was five. So two littler ones to the front. Middle altar server holding the gospel aloft in the air. Oh, really? And then two behind following with large candles. Never seen it done Never before. Never saw that before. And then himself comes down in his robes and out you go and then blow out the candles, put the gospel back. But I've never seen the Bible carried out. Never saw I mean, that and, and I don't think it was any type of a, a day. I think, they, I think they've just, I think they've added it in. I, obviously, I haven't been to Mass in about 20 years, but I never remember seeing anything like that. No. Uh, if I remember rightly, actually, when we were young, you wouldn't be allowed near touch the Bible. You oh, wouldn't Jesus, be allowed to no. touch the Bible at all. It would have been like, you, you know, if you get your hands off that, you little sinner. You wouldn't touch. And if you were, if you got a gig at the communion or the confirmation, if you were lucky enough to get a, a speaking role uh, at your communion or confirmation, they printed it out for you on a piece of paper. If you yeah. were going to read a, a prayer, you, you you know the way, like, you know the way the readers would get up and they'd get a chance to, to, to read directly from said oh, Bible. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even like, actually, do you know what? Now I even think about my dad's funeral. Like the the we printed all of said prayers out, <laughs> and no one you never touch the Bible, but now they're carrying it out aloft with the I, candles. I never heard of such a me thing. Now, Things times are changing. Times they know they're in the shit. I'd say they know no. Well, he cares. was that said he was saying that they've now this this church I was in has been uh, kind of redecorated on the purpose that they've pushed all the pews near the front so if everybody could kind of if they could concentrate to that area for mass and then you sit down the back for a baptism and then he's sick to death of people asking him where their um, plaques are because it's a big old Dublin church so you know you can buy a plaque when someone dies oh yeah from stick and it stick on, the it on, on the on the two on the pew so he people are obviously questioning where said paid and bought plaque for their loved oh, dead oh, one oh, is right. and he see he said at the end of his mass that he's sick to death of people asking him where they are and they will all be replaced it's just taken a little bit of time so 
Controversy in Controversy. Morn Road. I'm telling you. Oh, the old Paris politics, they Listen. ring through. There's a serious Listen. business. You always watch the one who's bringing around the, the collections See, for those actually, baskets. Now that I think of it, my old man was 17 years dead on Saturday. Yeah. And they had a mass and all that. But you see, I just don't, I'm just not into that stuff. I just not, I don't care. And my mum went and my sister went and all. Yeah. You know the way they say a mass. Can I ask you a question, actually? Yeah. And be, be honest, right? Yeah. Well, I've noticed this on Facebook. I don't really go to my dad's grave. No, but, I never To go. be honest with you. I can't, like, my pastor, because he, he's, he's buried overlooking a golf course club but you can pass it on the M50 and it's kind of a you know a, a lamppost that I know it's kind of on the same line of where yeah, you are. so yeah. we kind of give it the L alright okay as we do have a bye but I don't really go and I don't really associate him being with the, him being there or whatever anyway yeah. it's a whole other different conversation but I've noticed people say for instance if they have a baby putting the carry tot down in the grave going I've just brought you know whatever baby yeah. up to see my mom, dad brother sister uncle know, brother yeah, hear about it. or they have their kids or a picture of themselves on Facebook on the grave gone it's my dad's or my mom's my sister's whatever whoever's anniversary it is we just called up to see them and I, I just kind of sit there going <laughs> am I the only one who finds it weird or am, am I the I don't get is it is it just I don't get it like I understand if, if you do it like if it does something for you fair play but I've never been to my father's grave once in really? 17 years never never been I don't want to go I've no interest in going. Uh, I don't know what I'd get out of it, only just to go up and fucking upset myself, you know? Yeah. I prefer having the memories of a living person in yeah. my head than going up and looking at a piece of ground, you know? Uh, looking at a stone. And it's always miserable times that you have to go. Yeah, it was. It, it, but it's always miserable the times that, like, so as in Christmas, I've been up and, like, last Christmas I pissed rain all day and Joey's like, oh, do you want to go up to your dad's grave? No. Well, yeah. I, like, I, we have the baby in the car. I was like, no, it's fine. And then his anniversary is February and nine times out of ten it's pissing rain so you end up standing in the rain in the grave and he's on in the Dublin mountains miserable. So there's no... I, I don't think I've ever really gone up to a dad's grave and gone, this is... I mean, it's a lovely spot. It's a... I mean, you'd yeah. look around and you'd really take it in. Do you no, know what I, don't, I mean? I so, don't like it. Like, but I, I suppose like maybe it. some people find comfort in it. Maybe they do. I guess. I just don't do. find comfort in people putting that shit up on Facebook. Full stop. No, I, I, but that's I, me. It's all too foreboding for me. Like, oh, I, what I, a great use of the word foreboding! You know what I mean? I walk around these places and I just think this is this is it. This is what's in future. You know. I, I know, every day you live, it's a day you spend like currency. You know, mm. time is the only currency you can't get back. And you spend time every day. Every mm-hmm. day you spend time. It's a currency you'll never get again. So you're spending it whether you want to spend it or not. So you've got to spend it as well as spend you can. And for me, spending it thinking about all the dead people in my family and me eventually being one of them, it just doesn't feel like I'm spending the time wisely. I yeah, want to spend it If you buy, if you buy into the live, Catholic you know? ethos, though, we're all going to meet again. Yeah, I just but don't But I know a couple that. of people who there's no way they've made it to heaven. No! No fucking way. <laughs> and I'm not making it either. No, you're not. No. You're purgatory bound. Well, I don't believe in any of that shit. I think I was dead for fucking billions of years long before I was born. I'm just going to go back to being dead again. So it's what? I mean, it's, it's, this is the thing no one ever comes back and tells us. They say they do. Yeah, they say they Nobody do. Nobody really. But they like, ignore the fact why that do ghosts only appear in like cold, dark places? Why don't they just rock in to like now? <laughs> Like why? Do, like why do the ghost of our dads not rock in and go? Like, then again, he could have a medium go. They're already in room. They're watching you. Um, but why? Like why is my dad sitting beside me going, Susie, stop cursing? Yeah, That's... well, I say my own. My elf had probably a better things to do than come. <laughs> <laughs> Evie, like you're delighted for the break. You're like, fuck. Are you joking? 
Well, yeah. It's only been 17 years. Give me a bit of fucking yeah. time. That, that, and that whizzes by here. That absolutely whizzes by. Here, do, you, do you have a hero of the week this week? Do I? I don't know if I do. I've been so lost all this We've week. We've had a very busy weekend. I've been a very busy all this week. What else have I got My here? My hero of the week I this week. I do have a hero of the oh, week. Oh yeah, go on. I beg your pardon. Go on. I beg your pardon. Oh, do you want to do yours first? I'll though? do mine because obviously mine will be quicker than yours. Yeah. Um, my hero of the week this week is because you know the way I love things that just uh, are kind of they encompass all things that are Irish yeah so this is my favourite one so Evelyn Cusack did you see her weather report oh I think I know what you're going to talk about so Evelyn Cusack is quite a well known Orti meteorologist she does the weather and let's face it anybody who knows Irish weather it generally just goes it's raining it's windy yeah. there might be a bit of sun I'm so obsessed with our weather over here that obsessed. we do all our weather people are kind of big celebrities in Ireland they are bigger than anything else. They yeah. are like everyone wants to be. I mean, it's the gig everyone wants. It is. Evan Cusick, Martin King. Uh, they're all big. They're oh, all big names. Gene. Household names. Gene. Jesus, who could forget Gene? Gene. Uh, <laughs> myself and my father in law actually went toe to toe about a weather presenter the other day about Joanne Donnelly because I really like her and he's not that sure about her. And I was like, no, she has. Like, and we this conversation lasted for 25 minutes. Yeah. That's how sad it is. So that kind of encompasses <laughs> the Irish. But um, Gene, or Evelyn Cusack, uh, her weather report. Um, um, last night so either whatever it was Monday night or Sunday night was this is verbatim less humid good drying now good. come on I love that good drying good because drying. any Irish mother worth her salt will say the following <laughs> there's great drying out there like my mum will get pissed <laughs> off if she has missed an opportunity to get out on the line and I am currently Judgewood in the middle of buying a house and I actually said the words to my mum last week because I'm so excited to have a washing line like pathetic but so <laughs> so honest and then you see and then you get your weather report and it says great trying I love it it's such a brilliantly Irish thing like it's like that I know I could stand here now and give you the figures I could tell you the humidity I could tell you the temperature but at the end of the day we're all thinking the same thing is it a good day to put the clothes out yeah. to dry them is it a good drying the answer is yes yeah. officially on the official state broadcaster good drying Get out and do it. Oh, that's it. Good day to put the wash that's on. That's essentially a Pope's blessing. That's essentially <laughs> yes. what it is. Because an Irish mother will spend her time looking out the window going, do you think that cloud's going to come? I know, yeah. Get it off the line. Or your mum will, when mobile phones, mothers really only thought mobile phones were for one thing. That if she was gone to get the messages, she would ring you to take the clothes in off the line because it was starting to rain. Get, get out the back, get those clothes in. That's the only purpose of an Irish mammy's mobile phone. Yeah. To ring you, to turn the immersion off and to make, and, make sure the immersion's off. Turn and to the not answer on. when you call them so they can put the shits up you. That's what my mum doesn't answer her phone ever. Neither does my mum ever. Ever. It's called a fucking mobile phone because yeah. you can take it with you. You ring my ma on her mobile phone, she'd answer it and say, How did you know where I was? <laughs> and you're going, Because you're holding it's a fu- you just don't get the concept. Me? It's a fucking mobile. It doesn't matter where you are. I can get you on the phone. Although I do love that does your mum do this as well? My mum goes, We'll ring you back four days. Were you looking for me? Four days ago, ma. <laughs> I've seen you <laughs> talk to you, but she'll only just realise there's a red she'll go, Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you looking go. for me there? Yeah. Who's your hero of the week this week? Uh, so, British cyclist Chris Froome. The Tour de France is on at right. the moment. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the sort of the Sky team of Chris Froome anyway. Uh, drugs out of their eyeballs. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. For their credit, I hope it. And if they win it on drugs, I'm a big supporter. More uh, power to them. So, Chris Froome, uh, he's... Doing it, he's one of the best cyclists of our time. The guy is absolutely fucking amazing, right? And the mm. guy climbs a mountain like nobody you've ever seen. He's 
epic, right? That'll be the fizzy powder. So he's going up Alpe d'Huez the other day, the fizzy powder, yeah. You know, he's going up the Alpe d'Huez the other day, maybe full of fizzy powder. Who cares? I don't know. Who gives a shit? And there's this thing in the Tour de France. You always get these fucking knobs who want their five seconds of fame and they'll run alongside the riders when they're going up the mountains. Okay. The mountains are so steep they can stay with them for quite a while. Right. They get too close to the riders. Sometimes they've it's knocked riders off. I can only Very imagine. So Chris Froome closes his fist and punches this fucking jackass square in the face. <laughs> square in the lid. Knocks him like your man gets the total fright, turns on his heel and walks away. There's a big yoke there at the end, the finish of, of the stage. Everyone's going, was Chris Froome right to punch that fan in the head? It's very dangerous, very dis- For one, yes, he was fucking right. And yes, there is a good time to punch people in the face. In spite of what people might say, yeah, you might get sent to jail for it. But you know something? Maybe fucking going to jail for punching the odd fucker in the face is the wrong thing. And Chris Froome, we said it on the podcast, we said it months ago. I will stand up and cheer the name of the first person that when they're confronted by the press, they don't turn around and just immediately apologise. And Froome just goes, yeah. He thought, I thought he could have knocked me off my bike. It's happened before. He was carrying some raw joke. If that had gone in my wheel, it was on the deck. I punched him in the face. The most glorious sentence I've ever heard. But you know I'm what? I'm not sorry. I was about to say. Beautiful. Chris Froome. I absolutely applaud you. I, like I that. applaud you, Chris Froome. I hope you win the Tour de France. I uh, t- hope you get to punch some more dickheads in the mug all the way up the next mountain you're on. Uh, absolutely tremendous. And there's lots of people going, you can't, you can't punch anyone in the face. Yeah, it's a sport. You, you, you can punch someone in the face. If someone's like putting you in a threatening, threatening position and the argument was he should have pushed them. No. Try getting on a bike and pushing someone. You end up wouldn't, pushing yourself over. I was That's what say happens. You'd, wouldn't you? You push yeah. yourself over. But if you close the hand, jab. Hit I some. think I think if you train long and hard, like think of all the dedication and the hours of him in the pissings of shitty rain, um, wherever of he hours. is, Thousands somewhere of miles. in the UK, just grueling, having a shit day, and now. This is it. This is the money maker. This is you only get one shot at this. At the Tour de France. Yeah, you only get one shot, and then there's some fucking Billy Put, run, puts ah! you within inches of getting yeah. knocked off. You're like, punch him. Suzanne, you made a much better argument than I did. You're right. You put in all those thousands of hours. Yeah. You put in all those thousands of road miles. All of that stuff you're training with Graham, your team. all the Graham and having people injecting into the middle of your Mickey with fizzy powder. Exactly. So you got fizzy powder in your Mickey. You got one chance, like you said, of winning the stage. Someone stands in your one way. One of your eyeballs has gone green. I the don't other think. One's Purple. Yeah. <laughs> and you're supposed to keep your patience. Yeah, come on. <laughs> People, let's think about this. So good on you, Chris Froome. I I'm like delighted. Your he, he, That's good. I'm just delighted he was so unapologetic after he punched an idiot in the head. Good on you, Chris Froome. What? Delighted for you. Delighted for you. I hope the British team lash him out of it in the, in the Tour de France. Was, um, what's his name? Wiggins? Uh, Bradley he Wiggins. He was Sky, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's riding with Sky this I year. Actually, I have to check it out. Yeah, Is he is uh, he riding at all? This Like, as in... Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's in Tour of Poland. I'm not sure. I'll have to check it out. I've kind of missed most of it this year, and I know, which isn't like me. It's just I'm so busy. I'd normally sit down and just watch Tour de France for hours and thing? hours now. You like I bikes, love it. I love you? Tour de France. Yeah. You're into bikes. And we have to say a massive thank you to... Um, Maxi, I don't know if Maxi is male or female though. Um, I Heart Dublin, who sent in a deadly uh, Oscar Pustorius to you, which is a little cat with little uh, little blade legs, yeah, it's uh, with a with a double barrel shotgun. And I got the most. <laughs> I tweeted about it the other day, but I got the most amazing necklace that is made out of wood and kind of laser sketched, and it's the Dublin skyline. 
um, it's like the spires there and the custom house and Sam um, Bridge, Sam is on Bridge it. and and all of that. But it's it's amazing. I tweeted it the other day. But thank you so much. Um, to Maxi Dublin who's at Maxi Dublin who sent it in and iHeart Dublin is his um, or hers I think his uh, artwork and you know I've, I, it's so funny they, he does or she they do amazing uh, Christmas cards I'm already like I'm going to order them and then I cause this whole I might get in the house thing I'm going to get some artwork for my house because I like art in your face shut your face what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, so thank you. Thanks to me, Max. That was really nice. Yeah. Very sound. Like that. I really, really appreciate really it. Really sound, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, anything else? Uh, just one more thing, because uh, I noticed that this week they opened up. Did you see? I no, I had no idea this was actually a true thing. But they opened up a museum in Kentucky in the states, uh, and now, as you can imagine, it was religious batshit lunacy. Uh, but a guy he built Noah's Ark. And he built it to the exact specifications and measurements that are in the Old Testament of the Bible. Now, I, I never even knew there was measurements in it's the like Bible. It's like an Ikea part of the Bible. He pretty much Ikea'd the fucking ark out of it, yeah? He did, yeah? So he basically, he, he spent a hundred million or something with investors' money to build the ark. And it's now an actual museum, a creationist museum. So you can go in and see about the fact, what he says is the factual happenings of the ark is documented in there so they've got pictures of Noah and Do his family the all the dinosaurs and all because of course creationists are fucking crazy enough to think that dinosaurs and humans lived at the same time uh, so he's got all these pictures he, they expected to make Noah it. did what he did he did fuck all there was no such man as Noah are you, are you look at the ark look at the pic google it and wait and then okay. try and imagine every Two of every animal in the fucking world on that ark. It's, well, it's, if this man has just recreated it, well, yeah. then we'll be able to see that they all fit. But he's gone. They don't fit. Some would take up a little bit more space than the others, but you know, it's like radio stations do competitions to fit lots of people in a mini. <laughs> no, you'd get two elephants, half a giraffe, herd of hippos. And anybody knows if it's made like an IKEA specification. Anyway, it never pieces together right. <laughs> it never looks like when you go into IKEA and go, I could totally make that, and then you get it home and go. Bastards. I know, but they're ringing here. Ikea, God, it's actually called. definitely got the fucking measurements wrong. Was it centimetres or metres? What was it got? <laughs> uh, but they made this thing and it's it's just beyond the nonsensical. The money that was spent on it. Uh, so where is it? In Kentucky. Kentucky. I can't it's get in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, I know, but you wouldn't want to go. Like, I remember... I see this, I, things like that I actually probably would. It's like, the, like in America, like the biggest ball of twine I wanted to go and find it because I'm a yeah uh, but this is a fucking art it's a friend of mine actually you know the way sometimes I know it's said quite often Americans don't get irony and sarcasm and stuff like that I don't know if it's necessarily true I just need to have a different sarcasm and a different type of irony I remember going to a gig me and uh, my buddy Pat who used to do a lot of gigs with me and another American comedian was with us in the van Uh, and we were on our way to do a gig and the American guy starts saying man they got this museum in the States. It's like a creationist museum. And in this museum, they got like, they got um, people that are like dressed as cavemen and they live them with dinosaurs. Uh, and my mate Pacho says, yeah, well, you know what I mean? It, no, all I'm saying is if, if that's not a fact, then how do you explain the Flintstones? And your man goes, what are you talking about? It was a cartoon. It was animation. How can you conf- confuse the animation of a cartoon with documented historical fact? And uh, then my friend just goes, all I'm saying, mate, is there's no smoke without fire. Do you know? <laughs> That's all. I'm going I'm to rest my case on that. 
Everyone's just sitting there going, huh? Yeah, because the guy that was with us is a pretty intelligent guy. He just has no idea that he's been Mr. Facetious in the van, but still, fucking made me laugh. That's but it. That's the main there's thing. There's another one out there. So if you could be bothered wasting your time, wasting your energy, and wasting a few quid, you can go to Kentucky and get on the actual specifications of an arc that never existed in the first place. Well, or did it? <laughs> I mean, do they carry the book aloft out of the, the church for no reason, surrounded by guy candles? I ask you that. Oh. And there, Your Honour, is where I leave the case for this morning. God, we do a lot of bashing on this podcast. It's, it's religion got it this week. <laughs> Nobody's safe. Um, Right, that's it. I was going to talk about, which I'm not going to talk about now, but there's a Facebook page uh, and it's a bit too parochial because it's about, it's called Humans of GAA. And by its nature, Humans of Dublin or Humans of New York are all these good stories, but whoever writes for Humans of GAA appears to me to be an absolute cock. So I was going to talk about that, but I've I've no interest in really talking about it now, but I've, I've unfollowed them and... You know, if I unfollow you on Facebook, I don't like your page. It's a pretty big statement. It's just yeah. abusive. You're not it's just piss. abusive towards I hate people, that and shit, it's like yeah. it's because un- it, it like the actual nature of what GA, it's not what GAA is about. No, do you know what I mean? Like, and I thought initially it was just me being a bit oversensitive because obviously I'm a Dublin fan, but then I saw him like he said about me bottled it and a load of cock, and I was just like, oh, no, it's not soccer. We don't talk like that. We don't talk. Other. You you don't get GAA, so could take your page and piss off. Mm-hmm. So if you like the humans of GAA page, I'll ask you to unlike it because there's 38,000 of us out there so I've taken my, my thumb oh. back and I will ask you to do the same. <laughs> Dubs! Oh! oh! Yes? We never talked about it. What was it? Your knickers. My knickers! I wore my knickers to the premiere. I bottled out of taking the picture but I wore my Where knickers. Are you, I don't no, know you I know have to tell you uh, they weren't new knickers. They weren't original knickers. They were washed. They were clean. Whose knickers were they? None of your business. Oh, but they were knickers. Dear. They were borrowed from someone who's actually just a friend and who didn't want them back funny enough. Strange but I that. did wear knickers to the premiere. They were pink. They were underneath my green Ted Baker pants. Nice. Uh, so pink and green was the thing. People have asked me about it. I did wear knickers. Do you know something? I still have the knickers. I'll take a picture of the knickers Good, not on me of course. people tweeted. People tweeted on people Friday. Tweeting. I tweeted you at knickers. So solidarity with the judge of Japan. The pervy judge of Japan. I, uh, I, I allied myself with him on my biggest day of the year and wore my ladies under I crackers. Could, it, it could be the pants that sealed the, the deal. Yeah. To, I, I wore my favourite under Maybe that's why I told you I wasn't so afraid to tell your man to go and fuck himself. You have no idea what I'm wearing <laughs> underneath here. I got some pink knickers on me. I'm not afraid of you, Bostonian. He could give it all the. I should have shot. I yeah, should have snapped my knickers at him. You do a snap. But they, they're not very comfortable when you have balls. I have to say, but it happens. You probably need a bigger. There were they like a, like a. There a, were stringers. A, a stringer, yeah, because yeah. you need to pop your bits. And whereas ours is all nicely contained. I know everything had to hang a little. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No need to get so graphic. But yeah, the knickers happened. Good. It happened, uh, on, and the bet for Wales went down as well. But of course, Wales lost. So, so I've no to give money to. Unfortunately, I've no to give money to. That's the end of that. To. And Portugal won, which and I Portugal. said, and no one listened. And I'm going to Portugal in two weeks, so I shall go and celebrate with my Portuguese friends. Hooray! Hurrah! Right, if you've any cost suggestions, please get in touch with PJ. Uh, I'm sorry that there is no podcast next week um, but that's just the way it runs it's just the way it goes So, but keep in touch though because there's still funky foot socks to give away at the exactly. end when we come back in two weeks time exactly. uh, keep liking and sharing and rating and all of that on iTunes and uh, we'll see you in the two weeks time at Dublin Podcast uh, at gmail.com at Dublin Post- Podcast on Twitter at PJ Gallagher at Nazis on 4FM boom have a great week everybody have a great two weeks I won't talk to them oh two great weeks, two fucking weeks. weeks yeah of course yeah Jesus, exactly yeah. there you go yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> do 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 Good. That felt good this week.